What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 117. What's happening, everybody? Welcome. What's crackalacking? What's shaking and baking? And where's my good friend Patrick? What's the happenings? You feel me? What's going on with everybody? Thank you. Thank you for coming in to another week, another edition of the Opinionated Brother. Another week of shenanigans. Another week of hopefully uplifting, but also getting down to the nitty gritty of the bullshit and all the shit that has happened and happening in the world right now. So before we actually get into everything, I just want to shout out to everybody that listens to me from New York to Michigan to Florida to California to the Philippines to Australia to China, where the coronavirus was obviously produced, you know, and <laughs> um, um, no, but we'll that's actually a topic we're gonna uh, we're gonna get into actually. Um, so, just shout out to everybody um, that continues to listen. Uh, if if you look on if you, if you're watching us on uh, on YouTube and if you look on my wall, we have some new artwork. Uh, I want to actually put a spotlight on the artwork itself. Um, this is a Bart Simpson uh, piece. Um, it says, "I will buy drugs." Uh, let me put it back on there again. Um, love the artwork. I actually been wanting this artwork for the last four months. Um, shout out to my boy Rick, um, the royalty Rick, and uh, N1 Graphics. Um, literally, been we've been in talks about having me getting this painting for a minute. You know what I'm saying? He, I remember him doing the painting and literally putting it on his Instagram. And so when he got done with the painting, I said, "How much do you want for it?" And he was like, you really want to buy it? I was like, I'm not playing. Like, <laughs> you know, because I was preparing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was preparing my set, you know, like, this is a temporary set. But, you know, just to have, you know, some artwork on my set and, um, you know, just to have something that you, it can be a visual of, of, of me, but also support my fellow brothers um, and their passion, you know what I'm saying? And, and their business, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, we have a new piece of artwork, so I'm I'm really excited about that. I was really, really, really excited. Like he can tell you, I was blown with this man phone. Like, did you send it? Did you send it? And knowing my brother, like this nigga, he he don't do nothing low, like low budget. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if you understand what I'm saying, like this man goes to the extreme to make sure you have the best quality, and that's what I fuck with. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I fuck with people like that. You know, like me. I'm a simplicity. I'm, I'm I'm a simple man, right? I don't need much, right? I was like, bro, don't like it. It, it, it don't don't send it, you know, all with the, the the shipping paper and shit like that. Like, just make sure it's bubble wrapped. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure it's you know safe. You know what I'm saying? I said, you know, be affordable, right? Because some of us we break our backs trying to trying to make sure shit gets there, you know, in good quality and everything, which is great. No, I'm, and and there's and and we're not taking anything from that. But I think at the same sense, like, you will go broke. You know what I'm saying? Stressing yourself out. And that's the only thing with me. Like, I'm so simple. Like, I'm like, yo, don't go broke trying to stress yourself out about this. You know what I'm saying? Just whenever you can send it, send it. You know, send it as 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 packaged as possible. But don't don't go overboard. Well, he, of course, because it's painting. You know what I'm saying? And as a, and as a fellow creative, I, I understand where he's coming from. Right. I understand his position. He wants to make sure that every painting that goes out of his warehouse, right, that goes out of his warehouse gets at, like gets the best quality shit. Man. And shout out to UPS because, man, they put that thing. They, they made sure like um, the the, the, the uh, paper and it was bubble wrapped. And, you know, when I showed it to him that I got it, he was like, wait, 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 he was like, wait, is it water damage? He was like, hold up, is it damaged? I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I had to tell him, like, bro, no, it's not damaged. It's, it's, it's good. It's good. It's no water on it. It's, it's straight. It's bubble. It was bubble wrap when I got it. It's, it's all good. Like, us as creatives, I understand. Like, it don't matter what path we on. Like, we get so upset. <laughs> we get so upset at the littlest things, man, because we want, we want to make sure. Like, for me, when I make a flyer, you know what I mean? Like when I make a flyer for like four brothers or I make a flyer for a past sponsor and they say they like it, right? I send it to them, right? I'll send it, I'll send them the flyer and I'll be like, yo, how does it look to you? And once they say, oh yeah, bro, we love this thing. Once they say they love it, I look back and it may be an alignment off, like, you know, 
you know, you may have to center something instead of left aligning, you know, like right align may be better than the center align. You know what I'm saying? And it's the little details that you look at, you know, like if you like I really become like detailed in my shit. Like I want to make sure like you get it to the T. Like I want to make sure that little point, that that line is straight as possible. I want to make sure that picture is clear as day. And I want to make sure the message is as apparent as possible. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to the Royal Tariq, man. If y'all got any, any, uh, let me show that, let me show that, that picture again. If y'all want any type of, um, of artwork go to my man's the royalty rick in one graphics uh you understand what i'm saying shout out to my guy like i said he's out of detroit too um so shout out to him shout out to all my detroit creators out there too uh and before we actually get the show started let's pay some bills uh shout out to our sponsors for the month of february uh the best chicken and uh the best chicken and fish joint in grand rapids for brothers uh we have some specials coming for you right we have some specials coming uh each week we will have a special um for all my people in grand rapids who love chicken and fish and uh love four brothers and love me right um um so we will have a special each week for you it may be a chicken special maybe a fish special but we got you so be on the lookout for that like i said shout out to my guys at four brothers for sponsoring us make sure that you're going over there they are not open on sundays this is the sickest part right on sunday i'll be ready but they are not open on sundays and i'll be sick they like chick-fil-a in the way you know what i'm saying but they they just don't open on sundays but they are open monday through saturday from 11 to 11 so 11 a.m to 11 p.m they are also on uber eats grubhub uh and they close on those apps at 10.30. So make sure that you put those orders in before that 10.30 mark here on Uber Eats and Grubhub, okay? So now that all the bills are paid, uh, we have a great show for you today. But before that, I know I know a lot of y'all are like, nigga, get into the fucking show. <laughs> but make sure that you're following us, subscribing, hit that notification bell on YouTube and shit, okay? Make sure that you subscribe. But listen, I hope everybody's had a great week. Um, I had a great week. Uh, Friday was my last day at my job. Um, I'm officially, officially uh, full-time in this thing. Um, really, really going hard at at my business, at this media company, at my podcast, at my blog. Just doing everything uh, full, full-time now. Um, and, you know, for a long time, I always said, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm full-time this, part-time working. You understand what I'm saying? And now that the part-time working is off, I'm really now full-time in this. Um, I think everybody that sees the growth, um, that has seen the growth of me um, from afar, especially, um, I give a lot of love to the people up close um, that see it because they've seen it. Um, but people that see it from afar that have been, you know, watching me for a long time, let me give you love. Um, and appreciation. Uh, thank you so much for all the support. Um, because uh, even when you have people up close, you know, those people that are f- from afar who listen, you know, um, whether they, you know, maybe like your opinion on that day or like your opinion on that episode or not, um, they're riders. And every person that has ridden with me um, through this through this experience, through this journey, through my career has been amazing to me. So, um, you've seen the growth, you've seen the ups, you've seen the downs, you've seen the trials, you've seen the tribulations, and we still not done. You know, I'm a, I'm an open book to you on this podcast, on my blog, just through my company, period. And, um, that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of everything. So I just want to see, just want to say appreciation to everybody that continues to listen, share, subscribe to the podcast. Like it, it is really love. Um, yeah, man, like I, I, I can't, explain how much it is because you know you i I made a status on facebook and i literally said like yo um i may not be an inspiration to you per se whoever listens to me you know i may not be an inspiration to you but i'm an inspiration to a lot of those people out there and sometimes i even have to um absorb that right because when i hear that i'm an inspiration to people you know not just a person but people right when i hear that i'm like yo for real? Like, I'm <laughs> I'm just out here doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to be in anybody's way. Not trying to do... But I'm just out here doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Just just building character. And and when I go out and talk to people about 
what I do and everything, I be open and I'm honest and I'm transparent about everything. You know, that this is a learning process. This is not um, something that you're going to get right off the bat, you know, um, but it takes work. It takes hard, hard work because everything is so oversaturated. But if you have the talent, if you're favorite and if you got it, then keep going. You know what I'm saying? In any path that you go down, right? In any path. You understand what I'm saying? Give it your 110%. You know, try it, right? I tell people to try. That's all we got to do is, is, is make an attempt. And if it don't go well, that's that's just what it, you can't say you didn't attempt that, right? Because if the next person sit there and say, I want to try that, didn't you try that? Yeah, and you tell them how it worked for you. If it worked, how did it work? If it didn't, what's the things that you learned? You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we got to, for me, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm an inspiration like that. You know, yeah, I come with the tea. I come with the news, of course. Like, that's fine, right? We got that under control. But the other, the, the, the thing, I think one person asked me, like, what's the purpose of THC? Like, what's the purpose of Tarant Laser going? And I said, the purpose of my media company is literally to have black and brown individuals have a space where they can create media, podcasting, radio and have a space for young individuals of color preferably specifically black right i want my black people to be up in here you understand what i'm saying and really having a voice for themselves i don't care right we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna teach you right so i have to go through the the trials and tribulations i have to feel the battle you understand what i'm saying i think somebody told me when you're literally like you're on a path you're on you're on your a single path when you're trailblazing a new path Right. OG told me this. He was like, when you're trailblazing a new path, because that's what you're doing, when you're trailblazing a new path. A lot of people are not going to understand that path. But then once you start just going and going, a lot of people are going to start just moving over into your path, bro, watching you go. And it may be one and it may be slow at first, but slowly but surely, people just start trickling into your life, learning. Right. Whether they learn. And, and here's the thing. I never. I, here's the thing. I want you to learn better. than me. You know, I tell people I want you to be better than what I am. You understand what I'm saying? You know, when our OGs used to tell us that, like, yeah, I want you to be better than me. Like, no, I, I really want you to be better than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really my bad. <laughs> I really want that. Right. I really want people to sit here and see me see the flaws and all and be like, yo, he he literally telling me not to do this because he did this. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want people to be better. Like, that's it. That's it. That's it. So, you know, I know, I know, I know there's a lot of people that don't look at me as an inspiration. That's fine. That's probably fine. But the, for the people that do, I'm doing this for y'all. And that's all love. You understand what I'm saying? I appreciate my peers my, who are older than me, younger than me, at my same age that are inspired by me i appreciate you so much like let me look into this camera and say that to you i appreciate i appreciate you all of all of oh my god it's so dope okay so listen we have a show to do uh let's bring up our notes for the day um we have some things to get off our chest we have to talk about the state of union address of course we have to talk about uh this coronavirus uh, we haven't talked about it at all because we've been trying to just get the as as much as the news has been talking about it, it's been very spotty in a lot of its um in its news junction. So we're gonna talk about it just a little bit. Um Neo, we're gonna talk about how he's single now, uh, which is very shocking to me as a fan. Uh Cheaters. Now y'all know how much I love the show Cheaters. First of all, I didn't even know Clark Gable died at the age of 30 last year. So rest in peace to Clark Gable. Uh didn't even know that. But I have something for y'all, lasses, because Cheaters is coming back, and y'all will not guess who the new host of Cheaters is, okay? Uh, I'm going to talk about the Super Bowl one more time, just a little bit, because this pastor wants to sue the Super Bowl over the Super Bowl halftime show. We're going to talk about that. Uh, I need to talk to my dudes, okay? Oh, my men. Like, I've said this in the past. You understand what I'm saying? I've said this on my show. I've been very vocal about this on my show. Brothers, if a woman does not want you, doesn't want you, doesn't want to have sex with you, doesn't want to go on a date with you, take that and move the fuck on. 
Okay, we're going to bring somebody to the to the to the forefront that I that almost got clowned of the week, but because MSU is getting clowned this week, um, he did. Okay, so of course our clown of the week this week is MSU, right? I said this on my After Dark show. MSU was getting clown of the week because they decided in their gift shop that they wanted to hang. Um, black dolls with nooses on a tree in their gift shop. Oh, okay. So no, you were not just, I wasn't playing when you, when I said you were getting clown of the week. I don't know what's up with all y'all Michigan schools and y'all crisis team management shit. I don't know what's going on over there, but y'all need to get it to fucking together. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of the, (laughs) I'm just saying, and I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again, especially for my alma mater. Um, and it's specifically for Grand Valley. Um, every motherfucking black person, right, that has come out of Grand Valley, that is attending Grand Valley, that is that has graduated Grand Valley, faculty staff is a part of black history in some way, shape, or form at Grand Valley. I don't care what you say to me. I don't care how you feel about it. You can disagree. You can agree. But that's my statement. You know how many people, young and older, have sat here and literally made GV history? Black history. You understand what I'm saying? Do you know how many people have been on websites? Do you know how many people have been... Stop playing with me. Do you know how many people have been in the actual, like, offices making shit happen? Oh, stop playing with me. It's a lot of us. A lot of us, and we can always take it back. There's a lot of us who are my age and a little older that can literally attest there was one black person in there that was trying to help another black person out. Trying they damnest to help us out. And if it wasn't for the black community, I don't care how many times we got into it. I don't know how many times I mean how many like argue. It was all love. And no matter how many, it don't matter. Right. It didn't matter. It was all love. And we tried to help each other out. We still do. I see it. So I count every motherfucking black person that has come out of Grand Valley as some part of black history up there. And that's just that's just facts. Facts. So uh, MSU, you need to get your shit together. And that's just real. Like you really need to get your shit together. This ain't the first time that y'all done this. I've seen some shit. I've seen I've seen some stories. And y'all think that shit is sweet. And then want to issue an apology like that shit is okay. You're going to keep doing it. You're going to keep doing it. Because you're not understanding. You're not learning. Hello, train. You're not, you're not learning. You're not understanding. You're not getting it. Obviously. That shit is for the fucking birds. Let that shit die. All right? You doing that shit to what? Get attention? To do something? Somebody got to come on and say something. A rep something. Would you, what, I need white establishments, PWIs, predominantly white cities, predominantly white institutes, predominantly white anything to understand one, one thing here. I need you to, I need, I need, hear me, hear me. And hear me good. I know that you love cultural appropriation and I know that you love our culture. But understand something, and this is a motherfucking fact, that if we stop feeding into your bullshit, into your businesses, even into your fucking colleges, you won't have a culture. And we're going to drop the mic right there. All right. And that's period. All the white people can go to your culture. Listen, go ahead. Do what you do. Do what you do. Have fun. Absolutely. But if you want culture, you want you want your basketball team. Who are you going to? Black people. You want your football team. Who are you going to? Black people. Stop playing with me. You take that. Mm, you don't really have shit. Ah, mm. Stop fucking with us, MSU. Stop fucking around, PWIs. 
Y'all better get on the fucking ball. Stop, stop fucking around. The ground is shaking. Y'all better stop. Y'all better stop. All right. All right. All right now. All right. Listen, my MVP of the week is Michael Eric Dyson. And this goes into the PNA topic of the week we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Gail King, Snoop Dogg, and just the essence of Kobe's legacy and all of this, this conversation that has just been having over um, Gail King's uh, comments about what uh, with her interview with Lisa Leslie. That's going to be the whole uh, 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 PNA topic. We're going to talk about it. Um, because it was, it's just, it's, it's a lot of layers to get through. And let me first say that I don't know Gail. I don't know Snoop. I never knew Kobe. No, I don't know Lisa Leslie. You understand what I'm saying? I'm coming at this from a media. I'm not a journalist, but I'm coming from it from a journalistic standpoint, right? Cause I have taken journalism, seen it, seen how people read it all the time. Y'all have a lot more opinions in journalism now than anything. So for me, I'm like, I'm coming at it from a strict radio opinion standpoint, real as fuck. That's going to probably piss a lot of people off. And for me, I don't mind getting canceled. I don't care. I've been canceled ever since I started this motherfucker. So I, I can care fucking less. You understand what I'm saying? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to get dive into all of that. But I want to give uh, Michael Eric Dyson the MVP of the week, because I feel like he had the best response, right? I think he had the most educated and best response. Like, shout out to the two black women that were on the Daily Blast, too, right? Um, but I just feel like for social media purposes and for social media reasons, like, Michael Eric Dyson had, like, the clearest response to Gail King's um, uh, comments and Snoop Dogg's comments, Right. Um, I think it was very just across the board. He attacked both of them. And when I mean attacked, he, I mean, uh, constructive attack, right? Constructive criticism gave them both constructive criticism. But at the end of the day said, listen, we all got to do better. Black men, we got to do better and stop calling our uh, black women bitches and hoes and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? We have to leave room for them to make mistakes. You understand what I'm saying? And I get it. And I understand. Right. We got to. But then there's an essence of me that was like, eh, why, why, well, why the hell do, and this is real, right? And I was like, well, why the fuck we got to leave them mistakes? They always coming down our throats for mistakes. But then at the same token, I was like, well, they always want us, they always trying to uplift us and we always fucking up. So, well, we never well, clashed. <laughs> like, answer my own question. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, I get it, right? I understand. And for me, Michael Eric Dyson has always been one of those educated OGs that I have definitely um, just been like, you know, reading up on and studying for the last like three, four years. You know what I'm saying? Like just read his book, Jay-Z Made in America. Like this man is literally the quintessential educator of hip hop. Like, honestly, like he can sit down with any hip hop figure, old or new, damn near. And have a conversation with them. And they listen. You understand what I'm saying? Like, listen. But, Michael Eric Dyson, thank you for that. Like, thank you for that, that video that you gave us. It was amazing. Um, so let's get right into the show. I need people to leave Jay-Z and Beyonce alone. Because let's get into the Super Bowl thing. I want I want to, I want to, I want to, because that's what, that was one of the, our topics too. I want people to leave Jay-Z and Beyonce alone. They sat down uh, during the national anthem and obviously people made a big uproar about it. Uh, Messy Wendy did, obviously. Um, and the crazy thing is you had Ivy Park shit on, but whatever. And then decided that you wanted to call them out. And here's the thing. Um... Jay-Z and Beyonce can do what the fuck, they want, the fuck they want to do, just like you can, just like I can, just like everybody listening can, just like anybody in the world can. They can do what the fuck they want to do. And you're entitled to your opinion. Um, but there was a white dude that was sitting down next to him. There was two white guys sitting down in the behind him. There was a white lady that was sitting down next to Beyonce. And y'all didn't say nothing about that. So, Messy Wendy, you can take your I just want to stroke the white man's ego ass down. Okay, so go sit down in that purple chair. You understand what I'm saying? Chill your ass out and leave these people alone. You feel what I'm saying? Leave them alone. They they ain't bothering nobody. They at the motherfucking Super Bowl, which costs an arm, leg, titty, uh, dick, and hand. 
okay, to sit at up in the nosebleed seats. You understand what I'm saying? And then uh, y'all just want to sit here and badger and, and boast, like, shut up. And then to the Colombian person, uh, Columbia University person who asked the question, like, for what? This is what I'm saying. Why are y'all asking, like, for what? Like, what does it mean? What does it matter? You know what I'm saying? Just because Jay-Z is at Columbia University, you want to ask the question, well, why did you sit down at the... Here's the thing. When you make... And I'm going to say this um, in the second half show, too, because this this pertains to Gail, too. It doesn't matter if you're a radio host, journalist, podcaster, and you're interviewing somebody. When you're interviewing a person, they always have some type of cue card. They may have the notes on their iPhone or their iPad or some type of notes that they have sitting down with them so they can have the questions if they have an interview with somebody. It doesn't matter if that's if it's their best friend, if it's their closest friend, or if it's fucking Jay-Z or Barack Obama. It does not matter. It does not matter. What matters is the questions that you as a as a as a person who wants to interview this this uh this 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 individual, you come up with those. When I interviewed Benzino, I had a form of questions ready for him, right? Just to prepare. But the way it went, it was so conversational that I was just like, fuck it. We're just going to ask what I have, but we're going to make it very conversational. It wasn't nothing disrespectful. It wasn't nothing out of pocket, right? Now, I could have went left and went in a whole love and hip-hop direction and would have been talking about so much bullshit that wasn't even relevant to what he had going on right then and there. But we did it, right? You understand what I'm saying? So I don't care if you're an educator. I don't care if you're in media. I don't care. When you you have somebody coming and you interview them, you know which questions that you're going to ask. B, if you know better, you do better. I have an episode about that. Go look at it. Go watch it. If you know better, you do better. I mean, go listen. I'm sorry. Like, come on now, y'all. Be better. Be better. Um, this state of the union address. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Get back to the Super Bowl. Um, so this pastor wants to sue for this halftime show. Um, I guess a lot of white people didn't like this halftime show, right? And I don't know if it was the conservative, conservative white folks, but it was just a social media uproar. People didn't like it. It was just too much, just too much ass shaking. It was just basically like how, uh, Beyonce did the whole Black Panther movement. You know, the black, black and I'm proud movement on, on the Super Bowl. And it was beautiful. It was, you know, I got my, get my, get my shirt up right there. You know what I'm saying? Got the, I'm an educated black king. You feel me? Got my educated black king shirt on. And, um, like, literally, you, 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 you sitting there and you're thinking, um, I'm trying to think, like, Why? You know, like what performances do you want? Y'all want to see ACDC. Uh, okay. So y'all want to see ACDC. Y'all want to see, you know, y'all want to see the people like um, Skrillex and, you know, y'all want to see those. Okay. I get it. I understand. But you know, POCs are the ones that bring the culture, right? Just saying. Because like I said in the after dark, like Jennifer Lopez and Shakira fucked that whole motherfucking uh, halftime show up. And honestly, we, me personally, I didn't think they were going to do well, right? Now, I knew Shakira was going to, I knew they was going to come with the shits, but I didn't think I was going to be as into it as I was. I'm like, oh, shit. And I wasn't as into the Super Bowl as I was into the halftime show itself. And trust me, I know there was some old white men sitting in their chair looking like, mm-hmm. Right? Why they, why they, uh, why I said, oh my God, this is just too much Bobby going your room. Oh my God. You know, like, oh, chill. While Bobby turns on the motherfucking TV and watches Shakira's ass shake. Okay? Like, come on, bro. Like, what you mad at? Your little Willie didn't get Philly. Oh, that's what it is. That's okay, bro. It's okay. You know? You know? I know, I know, I know, I know your first lady probably can't shake it like Shakira or shake it like J-Lo. Right, but it, it don't be mad. Get glad backs. You know what I'm saying? Don't be mad. Um, let's talk about the State of the Union address. I've been wanting to talk about this for a minute. Uh, the State of the Union. Now, I haven't. I don't. I know. I don't like politics. Right? Never have. Never will. However, 
Um, I've definitely talked about Trump, right? Because he's a he's he's entertainment, right? It's not positive or negative, but he's just entertainment. And boy, had the State of the Union address, and this State of the Union address was very much trash. It was trash. Um, all you basically heard was, <clears throat> here we go. The poverty has gone down to a record low. Oh my God. 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 Okay. Like that, that, that's exactly how the whole night went. Right. The unemployment rate in our country has hit a significant low. Oh! Oh, 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 That is exactly what the state of the fucking union was that night. Like, and I didn't even watch all of it because I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. Like, this man is retarded. <laughs> like, and I don't even like that word, but I can't. I can't use stupid anymore because he continues to blow my mind on the scale of just like stupidity. Like I can't. And I mean the whole, what was it? Was it right side? The whole right side. All old white men looking dusty as hell, just standing up. Yeah, yeah. He gave an eight-year-old black girl a scholarship to college. And I'm like, what? Makes sense. She's still in what, third grade? I don't get it. But, you know, Van Jones, uh, who's been like the black political voice for a lot of us? Um, just, just you know, um, I think a lot of celebrities go to him for, um, for guidance in this because we're all confused. A lot of us look at him and we just like, we don't care. But at the same time, we got to care because voting is coming up. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, you know, he was saying some real shit. Like, um, you know, he's really trying to get the black and uh, Hispanic vote here. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's doing things. Yes. You know, his rhetoric is fucked up, but he's actually putting things in place. I hate and he said, I hate to say it, but he's putting shit in place to make it look like, yeah, we're doing that shit. So he's trying to get the black vote and he's trying to get the Latino Hispanic vote. And the crazy thing is some people fuck with him in both in, in both cultures, in both spaces. And I'm like, how? How? Give me something. Did y'all see his commercial? Oh, man. He had a black commercial. Right? He had a commercial where all these black people was outside. Right? And they was waiting for like their mother to get out of jail or some shit. Like when I tell you it was the most staged, most awful commercial for prison reform that I've ever seen. Ever seen. Like you could tell they were actors. You could tell everybody from the child that they were holding to the lady getting out of the fake ass prison was literally a fucking joke. It was a joke. And I'm like, yo, we really, we really doing this? We really gonna do this? All right, bet. Cool, bet. Um, so the State of the Union was shit. Uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, ripped up his um his State of the Union address because it was nothing. I would have did the same thing, honestly, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I personally would have did it because, bro, you're not saying shit. You're not saying a damn thing. The poverty line has decreased to an all-time low. Oh, my God. Oh. And it wasn't even, You know what I'm saying? I can't even whistle for real. But it was just, yeah. Yeah. It was one, it was one instance where one of the black um, congressmen just shook his head. <laughs> just shook his head. Just, mm, mm. And it was just like, when you see our OGs just shake their head like that, you just know it ain't real. You just know it ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Just like, you know you lying. Why you lying? Don't lie like that. 
So yeah, that State of the Union was trash. Um, very trash. Um, let's talk about this coronavirus for a minute. Uh, this coronavirus has been spreading like a motherfucking wildfire. Uh, it is, from what we've been learning, it is internationally, is it a, it's an international quote-unquote crisis. Um, almost about 500 to 1,000 people have been confirmed affected. Um, probably more than that. Uh, just And that's just over in China. Um, but it's, it's slowly but surely spreading. Um, I'm not going to say I'm not worried. Right. I'm always worried about some type of spreading virus and shit like that. Right. But I also believe that, you know, if it's my time, it's my time. Right. I'm 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 at peace with that. You understand what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, you may not believe me everything, but I definitely have an old soul. <laughs> like, you know, because and, and, and I'm like looking at our country, the way it's going, we could possibly have a World War Three on our hands. We could, you know, the coronavirus is coming at all shapes, sizes and colors like, it, you know, and we're just and our country is probably one of the most, if not the most hated country in the world right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's just crazy with with even in our country divisions all around. Like, I'm just like, listen, Lord, if you decide to sit here and be like, I just need to take you out of this. I'm OK with that. I know I, I, I know I still have time to be here. Like, you know, I still I, I mean, I know I still want time to be here and still do what I want to do. You know, have kids, have, you know, have a wife, you know, say I have a nice house, continue to build with my friends and my family and everything like that. But at the same time, like, bruh, this shit ghetto. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is ghetto. And I'm like, yo, it's just too, it's, it's, it's just, we starting off 2020 a lot of, a lot of, un, a, a lot of unbalanced right now. And we just need, we just need a, a smooth, just, you know, um, so I know the, the doctor or the person who detected the coronavirus, uh, he passed, um, they were trying to save his life, but he passed as well. Um, and they said that the coronavirus is came from some meat that wasn't, uh, either cooked properly or, you know, um, was raw and right. It just wasn't cooked properly. So, um, but also they said allegedly that, that China knew about this way before it actually came out in which I believe, you know, I, I believe that, you know, I think countries know about things before it becomes an actual crisis, you know, before they actually put it out. Hence, you know, Grand Valley's, you know, little debacle and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, something happens, it gets out to the media and then you have to now do crisis management. You know, you try to do it in-house, but then, yeah. So, um, I'm not going to say I'm not worried, uh, but I'm not going to let it, you know, affect my daily life. Like, I'm, I'm saying, you know, um, honestly, for me, if it's going to come at me, it's it's going to come at me. You know what I'm saying? If it's going to hit me, it's going to hit me. I pray every morning. I make sure I'm covered. You know what I'm saying? Um, but at the same time, if it's my time, it's my time. You know, like I'm I'm not stressing. I'm not worrying. I try not to. You know what I'm saying? I try not to worry. I try to worry less, stress less. You know what I'm saying? Um, because the media will scare you. It will get you all up in hoopla and uproar and shit like that. And and I think for me, I've been around media enough to know, like, okay, relax. You know what I'm saying? Like, relax. You know, some of y'all just take things a little too overboard, but that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't negate my, you know, caution, you know, my worry, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't undermine that because I'm always cautious, right? I'm, I'm cautious as hell. Fuck out of here, you feel me? Like, I'm always cautious, <sighs> you know, that's why I stay in my house a lot, <laughs> cautious, but not worried, you know? Um... So, yeah, just be aware. Um, make sure that you're washing your hands. All right. Stay. They said stay away from people that are sick. You understand what I'm saying? So um, and to and, and, and to people that think like, um, you know, this coronavirus is from the actual corona. 
relax and go drink your Corona extra. Okay, like chill. It's it's okay. It's, it does not come from the actual drink. Like we have so many people talking about, bro, I ain't drinking Corona because 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 of coronavirus. I looked at them and I said, hmm. Sometimes, you know, just sometimes, you know, I just be like, Lord have mercy. Well, you go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, don't drink it. You're right. Don't drink because coronavirus. Go ahead. You're right. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> um, what else we got on the tap? Uh, Neo. Neo is single. Now, he got this new song out. You know when you're single, right? You know when you get single, that single glow is crazy, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, when anybody gets single, don't matter a man or a woman. When they get when they become single, baby, they ready to mingle. You understand what I'm saying? I've been there, done that. You feel me? Uh, so, Neo is now allegedly... Um, single from his wife. Uh, they're expecting a divorce or she's filing for a divorce. Uh, we don't know the specifics of everything yet, but Neo did post a uh, a video of him in the club with some of his friends and uh, one uh, a new song that one of the lyrics said, I turned a wedding ring into a pinky ring. And I said, oh, oh, okay. You, I told y'all that single glow is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like when you get single, it's it's a whole different type of ball game. So um, yeah, I hope uh, Neo is. Uh, I hope Neo's straight. You know what I'm saying? Like I hope it. I hope it. Um, I hope it all goes well with uh, Neo and his wife. You know what I'm saying? Or ex wife. I, I just hope they don't. You know, it's bigger than that. You know, I hope y'all. You know, it gets get to a point where y'all can just coexist and love on each other. You know. Love. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but um, let's uh, where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Oh, let's talk about um, this dude Shamar Walker. Right now, I tell y'all a lot of times, if a woman don't want you, she don't want you, let it be. Okay, if she says no, let it go. Okay. If she doesn't want to have sex with you, then go the fuck away. Okay? Shamar Walker decided that he just couldn't take no for an answer. And he paralyzed a teen. Paralyzed somebody. A woman. Right? A teenager. Because she didn't want to have sex with him. I believe he shot her in the back. Right? And I need men's egos to not be so fucking fragile. I don't know what it is about y'all and sex or us and sex and having to be feed that ego. Never needed sex to feed my ego. Right? Honestly, I need my business to feed this ego. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but even still, I don't need sex to feed me. Right? fact of the matter is a lot of y'all are going down this road of literally being rejected and don't know how to cope with rejection when somebody tells you into the fucking oh that's what that means you understand what i'm saying when you tell somebody no that's what it means so when she tell you no don't sit there and be oh man for real yes yes she told your stupid ass no she don't want she don't want you to implant your kids in her. She don't want your dick in her, obviously. She don't want to ride your dick, obviously. She don't want you to eat her ass. She don't want you to eat her pussy. She wants to chill and go watch Netflix with a glass of wine and relax. Huh? Huh? Okay. So if you can't get with that, get the moving. Don't get sitting here getting mad because you know you look like a pussy ass nigga. And there's a lot of you that are pussy ass niggas out there. Pussy ass niggas. You understand? Not pussy, puss ass niggas. You understand what I'm saying? Real puss ass niggas. And to me, that was a puss ass nigga move. Stop it. Stop it. Let me give you an example. And I think I said this on the After Dark show, right? Now, I'm going to get this example again before we go to break. When last week, when I went to um, when I went to the R&B only night, right? Getting twerked on and everything, like having a great time. There was one girl out there. Right? She was looking bad. I told y'all that she was looking bad. Had the long hair flowing. And she she hit the she hit the look back at me. And I was like, oh shit. So you know, my happy <laughs> My happy ass go up to her like, hey, hey. And she does the ultimate twirl around, right? And like literally just 
you know, uh, I take an L, right? She carved me like a motherfucker. She carved me like a bad habit, right? Like an up-down curve. And I'm like, okay, man. So then I go, have more for getting to, uh, 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 uh. About 10 minutes go by, I get about five more twice. Ah, ah, uh, uh, get it, get it, get it. So she then comes back, right? So me and my boy said, we stand next to each other, just vibing and shit. She then comes back, trying to back it up on me. I said, no, you rejected me. So keep that same energy and move to the fucking right. I don't want you no more. You understand what I'm saying? You take that energy. Take that energy. You understand what I'm saying? I love rejection. Here's the thing about me. I love rejection. Because when you see me outside with something, because most of the time, rejection comes from women because they don't think you have the game. Right? They either don't want to be bothered or they just don't think they have you have the game to get them. Right? But then once they see you got game to get somebody prettier than them or got more energy than them, oh, now it's all different. No, 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 no. So, guys, I'm giving you the keys. First of all, stop getting upset. Okay? Stop getting pissed off about women not wanting you. That's just what it is. They don't want you. Okay? They don't want you all the time. And that's okay. Be okay with that. When you experience rejection, know that it's okay. You take that L and you probably going to get five more wins, my nigga. So then when she see them five more wins, she going to come back. And you, oh, no, 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 no. You didn't want me, remember? Back then, they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. And that can mean five minutes from now, five seconds from now, five months from now, five years from now. It don't matter. But y'all got to stop getting y'all motherfucking feet fees. Because then you look like this, a pussy ass nigga. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, before we go to the break real quick, Rush Limbaugh got the motherfucking presidential uh, uh, citizen award of honor or some shit. And that 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 was probably one of the most racist moments in my history that I will look at. Like if if, if, if my kids sit here and tell me, Dad, what was, like what what's one of the most racist moments you've seen growing up? And I will sit there and be like, the day that Donald Trump gave Rush Limbaugh the the Presidential Medal of Freedom of Honor or uh, the, the biggest um, honor for a civilian in our country. Never. On Black History Month. Absolutely not. Never. 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 The, one of the most racist, if not most racist men on radio, like on this mic, not at all. Not at fucking all. Fuck you, Rush Limbaugh. Uh, we're going to take about a five-minute break, and then we're going to be back. This is the Opinion of Brother Podcast. With your boy, Devontae, episode 117, and we will be back, people. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome back to the Opinionated Brother Podcast. With your boy, Devontae, episode 117. We are in the Opinionated Topic of the Week. Man, man, this was... <sighs> this Opinionated Topic of the Week right here, boy, is... um, This is one less like, yo... Everybody need to chill out, right? So for one, like I said before in the show, this is going to be me coming at this as a fellow media radio podcast figure, um, somebody who continues to study the art of journalism, communication, radio, um, and just media, period. Um, even though I don't consider myself a journalist, I do study it as in, in a form, in a way. Um, so I'm going to come at this as objectively as possible, um, as open-minded as possible and as, uh, and constructively give critiques as possible in my own transparent, authentic, and honest way. Now, now that we got that out the way. Okay. So Gail King decided that she wanted to go on an interview, Lisa Leslie. And if you don't know who Lisa Leslie is, she is a legend in the basketball world, not just the WNBA world, because we all know that she's the quintessential legend in the WNBA world, right? One of the quintessential legends, but just a legend in the NBA world, period. She played uh, with the LA Sparks. Uh, she was the best. Uh, she was one of the best friends to Kobe Bryant. Um, he was a Laker. She was a Sparks. And, you know, they were winning titles back to back. Like, you know, it was nothing. And, um, Gail King, if you don't know Gail King, Gail King is um, Oprah's best friend, who is uh, a great media um, 
head figure over at CBS News. Um, and that's just a credit to her. You understand what I'm saying? So they decided, so she decided that she wanted to go and interview Lisa Leslie, and she brought up his 23, uh, t- uh, 2003 um, uh, rape charges and um, uh, case, I'm sorry, his rape case, uh, which was dismissed and acquitted. And, um, you know, the the like I said before, as somebody who prepares for an interview, right, because this interview was done at home at the home of lisa leslie so when you're going to somebody's house i want everybody to listen to me closely who who wants to get into this realm and who does not believe in fake news right when you go into an interview as prominent as a lisa leslie you know any celebrity you understand what i'm saying uh any celebrity i'm, oh, I'm glad that it's showing the, uh, the artwork turn up <laughs> uh but any celebrity that you go into um uh, an interview with or anybody period right you're gonna have a list of questions or you're gonna have questions in your head or you're gonna have questions down or you're gonna you're gonna have some type of form of ideology of what you're gonna ask the interviewer right you're the sender they're the receiver you're going to send them energy questions that you know may warrant a response right so in the sense Gail King decided that she wanted to ask about his um, um, about the, the rape case, right? And the whole time, and as somebody who has, who has literally like studied non-verbals and everything like that, the thing that is what got me and why it was so disrespectful to me is because not only was this man a week out of passing on to the next, to literally into God's hands. You understand what I'm saying? But you decided to ask his best friend. Now you had every opportunity as a journalist, right? As somebody who's going to interview, you had every opportunity while Kobe was living because you were on CBS while Kobe was living. You had every opportunity to sit down with Kobe and ask him those questions yourself, but you didn't. You did not. You didn't take it upon that, right? You did it. No black, no black woman, media person took it upon themselves to sit there, ask Kobe for an interview. And then if they would have got that opportunity, ask Kobe about that. Right. Cool. So you decided that you want to take it on and ask his best friend, Lisa Leslie, who was a kind hearted spirit, gentle spirit. Right. And what she did was she diffused it so well. She basically said, listen, if the case is dismissed, the media needs to dismiss it as well. Now, on this platform, I can't speak for others, but on this platform, we ripped the lady from the Washington Post and every other motherfucking media source that decided that they want to disrespect Kobe in his in the wake of his death by bringing up that type of bullshit. Wrong time, bro. You understand what I'm saying? We know that. We didn't even want to hear it while he was living. He didn't even want to hear it. He issued an apology. Right? What rape? What motherfuckers who are accused of rape issues an apology like that? You understand what I'm saying? To the point where, listen, I'm sorry. I didn't. I really didn't mean. And he then tried. He then tried his best. His like to the best of his ability, tried to switch up everything about his life. Right. Try to be a better father. Try to be a better man. Try to be a better. Try to be better, better at everything that he was doing. Just better. Right. So then you ask um, you, you ask these questions and she gives you these answers. Right. She gives you the answers and, you, and, and that's where you leave the question be. You leave the question be. You kept badgering. You kept pressing. You understand what I'm saying? That's what happened. So then let's take it to social media. Snoop Dogg. Right. Prominent OG in the culture, prominent OG, it just period. Goes at Gail King, calls her a bitch, you know what I'm saying? Literally sits here and be like, listen, you know, um, and he said even in a in in a, in, a, in another um post that he was like, I was speaking for, you know, the people, for real, for real, you know. And quintessentially, Snoop Dogg is, is a man of the people. You know, and that's why I felt like his his anger was coming from from the people, because he, 
what we have to stop doing, okay, what we got to stop doing for real, for real, is acting like we are just so holier than thou to the point where we don't say no cuss words, right? Bitch, hoe, slut, all that, tramp, nigga, you know what I'm saying, you a bitch, like all of that. You know how many, you know how many times I done heard women say, nigga, you a bitch? You understand what I'm saying? You know how many times I done heard women call each other bitches, whether it done, it's in a positive or a negative form. So first of all, to everybody acting like this bitch word is just such a, oh my God, we got to shut the fuck up. Shut up. And stop acting like the bitch word is such a word that y'all just need to get along, get rid of because motherfuckers, y'all going to keep using that word after the fact. Come tomorrow, you understand what I'm saying? We're recording that. It's 12.52 right now. Come tomorrow when this episode is out, y'all going to keep using the B word. So shut the fuck up on that, okay? Now, now, I don't agree with how it was brought to the forefront. However, 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 if he's speaking for Vanessa, if he's speaking for uh, people who don't really like to use those words, then what you have to understand is he's warranted. Now, it may be disrespectful, yes, but it's warranted. And here's the thing. A lot of y'all stop need to stop acting like y'all, don't, y'all wouldn't say that behind closed doors. Bitch, why the hell would you sit here and talk about my man? End quote. You know how many times y'all motherfuckers have said that about regular niggas that still cheat on you took this day? Huh? And y'all got the obliviated gall. And I know I messed that word up, but that's okay. Y'all got the immediate gall. To sit here. To sit here. And just like, oh, Snoop Dogg, you shouldn't have did that. Like, we, first of all, we know our black women have been dominant. I support a, I support black women to the day I die. That's, that's just what it is. You understand what I'm saying? However, there is an agenda going around here of black male bashing, and that is what I will sit here and say. So as much as I support my black women, black women have to also agree that there are black women out here, not all, but there are some who are just black men bashing for the fuck of it. And that is what niggas was looking at. It didn't care about, like... Like, we knew Snoop Dogg wasn't going at Gail King head, but what y'all need to stop doing is sending threats to her. You know what I'm saying? Because Charlotte was, uh, Uncle Charlotte was right. She's still an auntie. She's still a grandmother. She's still a friend. You understand what I'm saying? But what we have to stop acting like doing is that the B word and that the shit that Snoop Dogg said is not probably what we said behind closed doors. And that's the thing. You should have called her Snoop. You should have called her if y'all were friends. Y'all should have called her. You should have called her behind closed door and then said that shit. You understand what I'm saying? But also, you're speaking for a group of people who understand Kobe's legacy. It don't matter if we liked him or not, right? Whether you a diehard Kobe fan or not, it's a week out. Not only that, there were other. There were seven other lives in there. Seven others. We're trying to still be like, like trying to stick. You wouldn't ask that shit. Would you ask that shit for Harvey Weinstein? Have you asked that shit for Harvey Weinstein? Have you asked that shit for Donald Trump? Have you asked that? This is what I'm saying. Like, we we get it. But what we're not going to do is sit here and dismiss. Everybody coming for Gail King like you. Y'all got to stop coming for Gail. Y'all got to stop coming for Gail. No, Gail fucked up. I'm saying that shit now. As somebody in her field, Gail fucked up up and that's just what it is that's not that's not a here nor there that's a fucking fact and she knows she did stop with the social media pr you fucked up on that shit and don't do it again don't do it again because if you if he was here while you were still doing media he was here he was alive would you would have asked that shit if he was alive? That's my question to everybody out here. Would you ask that man if he was alive? Because I've seen him done multiple interviews over the last two years and nobody, 
Not one motherfucker where he was on a podcast or anything asking that question. It's only until a motherfucker dies where y'all want to sit here and ask these fucked ass questions. So to the black women and all women that are sitting there saying y'all need to stop. No, I'm going to because she needs to hear this shit. I'm not going to call her a bitch. I'm not going to call her a name or nothing like that. But she needs to hear this. She fucked up. Period. She fucked up. You're not going to ask a white man that question. I haven't seen it. You're not going to do it. You feel what I'm saying? And that's the thing. That's the problem. It's not about sitting here bashing. We shouldn't be bashing our black women. First of all, you shouldn't even be bashing it. So to all everybody that's sitting here sent her death threats, you need to chill and you need to relax and you need to shut that shit down today. But Gail King, you also fucked up. You understand what I'm saying? Because the perception of what you did made it look like you were black male bashing us again. You understand? Right? Nobody's taking up for nobody. But in 2003, like like the like the ladies from the Daily Blast said, those two beautiful black women who put it all in perspective, just like Michael Eric Dyson. Literally, it was like in 2003 it was a different culture from 2020. And that's what a lot of you motherfuckers do not want to acknowledge is that in 2003 it was a whole totally different culture back then. What was I? What was I? I'm 26 now. It's like. Like 2003, 2017 years. I was nine. I was nine. I don't even know what the hell was going on in 2003. I was still watching Dragon Tales, bruh. Like racism was still there. And if any if any rape case came across the desk that involved a black man with a white woman, oh, that nigga was going to jail. So what y'all will not do is act like that shit was not happening. Periods. On a point and a blank. It's a different culture now. You understand what I'm saying? We can see shit. We can expose shit. And what we're exposing, one, is Gail King. Two, is the fact that Snoop Dogg shouldn't have never said what he said, but I understand where it came from. And three, stop sending her fucking death threats. Leave it alone. Give her room to breathe right now and understand the faults that she has. You didn't even give eye contact to Lisa Leslie. You couldn't even say the question right to Lisa Leslie. You didn't even have the actual question prepared together for her. And Lisa, to you, my queen, thank you so much for having the back of a fellow king. You understand what I'm saying? I, t- I and this is and this was the question I remember um, when Tiana came on the show Vitamin T shout out to her I remember when she came on the show she asked me like what was the what's the what's one thing you got from King's Legacy and that is human a lot of you motherfuckers think that people who are the legends and are not human you're human when people look at me at one at, at a point in my life where I get to a point and they. Think I'm legendary and godlike? No. I'm human as fuck. You understand what I'm saying? Human. As fuck. Just like everybody else in this fucking country, in this fucking world. Flawed and all. So to Lisa, thank you for that. To Snoop Dogg, thank you in a way... Because you spoke for a lot of people and you probably spoke for Vanessa. A lot of women are like, you don't know what Vanessa thinking. I'm probably, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if I was Vanessa Bryant, I would have said that that same exact shit that Snoop Dogg said behind closed doors. You understand what I'm saying? Like, why are you talking about this at this point in time? And you're a black woman. Right. And like Michael Dyson said, they've done so much for the black community. That is why we were looking like, what the fuck? But the bashing, stop. The death threats, chill. Y'all ain't sending death threats to Tom, uh, uh, to Donald Trump and all of them in your community who's, who continuously be racist. So chill out on that. Y'all ain't sending no death threats to them. So chill out on that. Kill that noise. 
But Gail, you were wrong. You were wrong. And that's just what it is. Come out. State your wrongness. I, I get that social media is very overwhelming for you. But at the end of the day, you need to come out and take accountability for your fucking actions. That's just what it is. Snoop, we appreciate you, bro, but you don't speak for everybody. You understand what I'm saying? If you needed to say that, say that to her behind closed doors. Say that to her on the phone. I don't think... Did 50 call her out her name or something like that? I don't know if 50 did, but I think 50's response was a little bit more mature, right? I know a lot of rappers and, and, and artists are mad at her, but at the same time, stop. Stop it. We know better than our oppressors. Like, chill out. Chill the fuck out. She had a moment. She had a bad moment. But a lot of us have bad moments. Trust me. We don't need to put a lot of y'all shit out on Front Street. Do you hear me? Okay? I'm just putting it out there. I'm, and I'm going to leave that there. I'm going to leave it there. Because it, it, it this should be a learning lesson for us. You know what I'm saying? And like Snoop said, he ain't he ain't trying to sit there and, and get up on a 70-year-old lady. He loved that woman. But he was just speaking for a group of people who just was like, why would you say that? And I get it. But again, you should have called her behind closed doors and said, yo, my bad. You understand what I'm saying? My bad. And that's just that's just that's just what it should have been. Right? So shout out to Gail King. Shout out to Snoop. You know, still love y'all at the end of the day. But the constructive criticism has to be known and it has to be aware. And that's why I refer to Michael Eric Jackson's video on uh, Instagram. Right? Go check it out. Um, listen, we are out of here. I appreciate everybody um, for listening and kicking it with your boy. Make sure that you uh, follow us on um, on any platform that you use a streaming service. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn. Uh, what else? CastBox, Overcast. Um... I think, yeah, you can listen to me. <laughs> we begin sometimes. You can listen to me on my website at www.tyronzahicks.com. That is www.tyronzahicks.com, okay? Um, if you would like to become a sponsor, um, we still have two weeks available uh, for the month of February. So no monthly sponsors, but we do have weekly sponsorships available and monthly sponsorships for the next month's um, up and coming. So make sure that uh, you are taking advantage of those. Uh, any black history, here's the thing. Any black businesses that secure a monthly sponsorship will get it for 150 Any black businesses, okay, hear me out now. Any black businesses that you know and own, if you want to secure a spot, right, because we, we have a rate, $50 for the week and then 150 for the month. If you want that, you can secure it still. It's still securable. Right until the 29th. After the 29th, we're going back to the basic rates. All right. So um, make sure that you hit my website out, and uh, in two days, the representative will be with you. All right. Um, if you would like to donate to the podcast, you can. Uh, we take Cash App and uh, uh, PayPal donations as well. Um, what else is that? It. I think that is it, y'all. We are out of here. Again, shout out to our sponsors for the month for Brothers. Make sure that y'all check them out. Um, they are open Monday through Friday in here in Grand Rapids from 11 to 11. Uh, we'll have some specials for you for the week, so be on the lookout um, this coming week for that as well. All right? Listen, I love you guys. Peace out. I'll see you guys on Thursday. Love.